those who might know, my name is Paris. Hello, world. My name is Stefan. Uh, and this podcast is going to be made into books. And this book specifically is going to be broken up into different chapters. In today's chapters, we're going to start with religion. Somewhat of a controversial topic for most. Why would you say it's controversial? Because uh, every time I try to discuss it with people, they get all anxious and giddy and like they get very uh what is it what's the word i'm looking for they're not territorial but um very defensive there we go they get defensive about their religion and their faith as though they created it or something like it's theirs they really love it so (laughs) it it is it's i like to discuss it with people facts because i like how they act but at the same time it it gets annoying because i'm like let me just i just want to conversate you know, they get so mad about everything I'm saying to you right now. I'm just asking you questions. But when you have a conversation and you are in a space with someone that is spiritual, religious, um, whatever they want to describe, and they're able to provide information or give you insight, like that's always a a fun conversation to have. Or, yeah. What is it? Politics and religion. And what's the other one? You know? uh, yeah, politics and religion. Yeah, I think there's only two that people you say that you don't really talk about. Because people don't think of it that way. They come in not unbiased, but they're just like, I have to defend why I believe in this thing. And it kind of makes me think, like, if you're acting that way, maybe it's because you also have those doubts. And you're like, but I can't doubt those things. Because if you think about it, anytime you've ever, when's the most times you ever get defensive or upset about something? There's, is there some truth behind what the people are telling you and you just don't like to hear it? When have you been? And it depends on what you're getting defensive about too, or what is what's pushing that button inside. Yeah, yeah. Because sometimes people can, uh, no, no, no. If someone tells me I did something and I know I haven't done it, I don't get upset. Mm. I'm like, I don't, I didn't do it. You can keep saying it over and over again. It's not going to change the fact. But if you said something to me, and it's like, yeah, I know I did that, but I don't like that I did that. I get upset. If you really think about it, think about the last time you got upset about something that you know you did. Not not bothered like you're like, I feel bad about it, but like really upset because they're accusing you of something. And you know, damn, you know know that you you get super upset. But (laughs) no, you're mad because you got caught. You're mad because you got called out. Yeah, yeah. But then before even all that, like you should be able to say everything. So it's like, damn. Yeah, you're right. You're right. That 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 as I mean, so that makes it interesting of why why religion is such a touchy subject for people because it's not something that should make you upset, or at least on the uh, on the surface of it. Yeah, and just to be clear, not everyone I talk to about that. Like when it comes to you know pastors or um, people who are like more into the their faith, the elders, they usually mm-hmm. don't get upset at first. They're just like, I'll just answer the questions. Like, I'm trying to explain to you what you're thinking. It's not until you start picking away at everything they say, then they're starting to be like, look here, youngin. I said what I said. <laughs> like, we but if you're coming at it from a, uh, from a curious space, hopefully that elder, hopefully that, because even sometimes I, I've had experiences where um, you can talk religion or religion is such a uh, uh, important aspect of someone's life 
in the midst of conversation, no matter where it started, it still comes up conversations of God or this or, or that. <clears throat> so I know hopefully, not even hopefully, but with the elders, I feel to help disparage the, uh, what did you say? The um, defensiveness as mm -hmm. if you come at it from a curiosity or from a space of, but if you're prodding and poking too, then, you know, everyone's going to put on their armor a little bit and like, no, yeah. wait, 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 wait. Wait, 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 wait. Yeah, wait. <laughs> out some uh, some verses, some some. Someone said this over it, yeah. But then also, I I wonder because one of the things I think about sometimes is uh, growing up in the West, or at least having that influence of how religion, if it's the same way other places, because yeah. even what we're talking about with um, it's taboo to talk religion, politics, stuff like that in the workplace or um family dinners or anything like that because you want to bring up certain things around thanksgiving christmas yeah. or whatever you choose i don't know if that's the case around the world though I don't, like i don't know religion I, I don't know i've never thought about that actually i would hope that it's not the same but i feel like i would hope so too americans are it might be because it's a universal thing hmm? do you think that um the taboo that's here in the states is universal more yeah do you think that that's like a it, it speaks to something i think it's uh, different depending on the country because some countries it's you don't talk about different religions because there's only one religion and the government don't let you talk about other religions with us at least we have the option to just you know believe whatever we want and for the most part no one really gets in interferes with that but i think in other countries Sometimes it's like life or death, so you can't really talk about other stuff. So it might be and a whole like they have a whole different out, like, outlook or different perspective of what we're talking about. Like us, we're very free in what we can do and say. Like we have freedom of speech. To a certain extent, because in my mind, I'm thinking about um, uh, England, mm -hmm. for example. The Queen is the head of the church and state. Yeah. Um, which is a whole wild story with was with uh, was it King Henry VIII and his six, seven, eight wives, <laughs> uh, and just the whole start of that. But then in Russia, the Orthodox Church in Russia, the Russian Orthodox Church, mm -hmm. very, very um, influential over matters of the country and and the well-being of of the soul of russia if you will but then you also have places like all well, afghanistan you have the caliphate um with the taliban you have um other societies where the monarch is treated more as a deity or more as the the like north korea i want to say in thailand there's some well if you have monarchs anyway because even in saudi arabia there's a um uh the royal family and the monarch specifically, it's tied in with Mecca, with um, the, some of the most holiest of holiest sites for Islam, yeah. which is interesting to say. Yeah, because I mean, in the, yeah, I, I wonder how they how they approach it too, because if it's something, maybe not defensiveness, but there's still a guarded, um, I don't say secret, but there's, there's still something that guards it. Plus, I think like some countries don't even. I have to believe that some countries where 
that religion they have is all they know. Like they might not even know there's another another religion, or do you have option to have another religion? Wait, wait, hold on. Because I don't before... think Korea, hmm. North Korea, right? They're really strict on their people. I don't even know if they what they know, what they don't know. You know what I'm saying? So there has to be other places like that. Well, I, I from what I understand, um, the supreme leader, what, what, whatever his appropriate titles are, um, he's treated and revered as a as a deity. But then, you could be nihilistic and and pessimistic in the sense of that is a form of mind control. That's a form of um, oh, definitely. It, it's kind of borderline cult, not necessarily religion. But then you can also oh, have a. Okay spirited debate on what is that fine line between um that animatic um uh cult head versus that animatic religious figurehead whether it's yeah. a pastor elder, deacon um pope like it's the same uh similar qualities but then you kind of diverge depending on what your intentions are and kind of but do you like I, I don't know i don't know because yeah. even we're talking about like what would you say like what is your definition of religion because even you'd ask the question of like what is it um like i feel like that's a fair place to start like what is uh uh i guess it's a way of living way of believing but i'm trying to think of it in a sense outside of the united states like what is a religion what is religion i think isn't it believing in a higher power or a, a, a higher existence or something better having something? faith like when i think religion like I, faith is it comes up yeah so know. having faith that there's a uh uh helping him well not just a helping hand, but like a uh a destructive destroyer but creator builder depending on what there's a lot uh, of unseen in religion in my opinion from my a lot experience of i've been in church since like middle school yeah i think like middle school i've been in church and from there it's like a lot of the stuff we believed in or did i didn't even see anything or experience it i just believed that it was something because they said you know like the the elders and the deacons and all these people would tell me to believe that this has happened or this is this because that's what it says in the bible but it's interesting when when i uh, that's that's yes is it when while you're describing that that scenario that scene which i feel a lot no, maybe not a lot, but there's a there's a healthy amount of the population that's their first experience with religion. Like literally, you just go. It's just part of like, cool. This is where we are. Like Wednesday night, Saturday night, Sunday morning, like whatever. Like yeah. it's not connecting. Then you start going through like depending on uh, what your particular faith is or what your particular religion is. Then you kind of go through that indoctrination cycle or that. Um, uh, that they would start walking that path. What's funny is that there is remembering when I was uh, younger and of that, you know, just being introduced, there was no direct correlation or because God, like, what is that? Like, you can't go out and touch it or anything like that. Yeah. 
while you're describing that in my head, I was thinking of like the native and indigenous um, uh, religions and, and their way of, 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 I guess, asking and, and seeking and answering uh, questions for their experience. Mm -hmm. When you, which to me is one of the closest, like that to me is religion. Like when you're out there in nature by the water and not, you don't even have to be doing anything ridiculous. Like just having, like you can tangibly see like there's something going on out here that is really, really, really beautiful. Yeah. For me, it took a while to, uh, to see that working inside of the church and it, it's very difficult to see that when you're at a young age, like it, it just, the grandeur of it, it, like it just doesn't make any, at least for me growing up, it wasn't, um, it didn't, it wasn't as impactful as it was for some. But then on the flip side, if you go again, if I go outside and I walk or even just looking outside, um, the birds flying around, like to me, like I didn't create that, like I didn't do that. Yeah. Like, how did I? Huh? Was that a supreme being? Was that by chance? <laughs> Is nature just like that? Yeah. I speaking about the Native Americans, I kinda like how they do their for lack of a better word, religion. From what I've seen, what I read, because it's more mm -hmm. like everything has a value, you know? Mm -hmm. It's not one being. Unlike other places. It's like this buffalo I'm going to kill or this tree i'm cutting down it was like a gift to me i need to treat it with respect and stuff like that i think mm. that aspect of religion in a whole i like the whole um trying to be better and to be a good person and trying to um i guess let's help others and stuff like that that's good but i can't really remember too many instances of that i remember us trying to i remember us after church going door to door and bothering people that's how i look at it now i mean when i was a kid i was like why i don't want to go knock on doors and hand out pamphlets and ask people to come to church like if they want to come they'll come i don't like, i would rather just go home <laughs> eat or something and so you weren't with the fellowship or no no not no, the fellowship, i, I mean i was heavy into church i be was a young deacon um you got to bring the you got to bring the voice to the four corners of the world is that yeah. what they said in the gospel to the four corners and uh, wait, wait 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 for the for those listening what um what was the religion that you grew up in was it, i feel like that's uh, i started off as like just a standard christian that goes to church on sundays and then do I you remember what denom or what um branch denomination True. protestant methodist ame Probably closer to Protestant. Were you Mormon? Protestant? Yeah. No, I was going to say Mormon? Was it a Mormon church? Yeah, Mormons don't like black people. Um, ah. ah, they don't. Uh, I've experienced that many times. One of my exes was Mormon, and they don't. Yeah. Anyway, um, I just remember being at church, because we would go early in the morning, for whatever reason, I don't know why, but we would go early in the morning, and there was somebody there. Her name was Sister John's. I think, and she was talking to my mom about it, about church and stuff like that, and she invited us to go to church on Saturday instead, and all I can remember is, like, why is she at the church on Sunday, then, if she goes to church on Saturday, but she helped us out, helped my mom out, like, we all started going to church on Saturday and became Seventh-day Adventists, and so most of my 
young years until mm. like uh, early. What age was it? I'm trying to remember what age. I I was in middle school. I just can't remember. I had no. I wasn't in middle school yet. No, I was. Yeah, I was. I was in the early stages of middle school. So like, what is that? Fourth grade, fifth grade. Is that middle school still? I remember being around that. It, I wasn't in Taft Elementary yet. Yeah, so it was around that time. Okay. However old that is. We started then, and then I remember liking Seven Day Adventist because I could ask – I remember asking questions in Sunday school about church or the Bible, and they would just say, what well, is how it is? Like either – they didn't know the answer or they were just saying it because I was a child and they didn't want me to like ask questions. I don't know. Mm-hmm. But when it came to seven day Venice, I could ask a pastor or a deacon or something, a question about the Bible and they could try to show me where in the Bible they had, um, this answer, and what, what, what it made and what, what sense it made. And I liked that at first. Like I it was like, Oh, they have answers for this, but, the older I got, the more I realized, I mean, technically there are answers, but it was c- kind of like an answer that you could, um, you can get just because you're pulling for it. You're you're making things make sense for what you want, like a lot of people do in life. You want something to happen, you find reasons why it's happening. Um, it wasn't until I had been in church for a long time, like I said, being an usher, and then being a deacon and, you know, participating in all these events and Saturday school and going to the camps and all that stuff. It wasn't until I started getting older and starting going to different schools that I started questioning things and it started to not make as much sense. I still did it because that's all I knew for most of my life. But I remember the point where I was like, eh, religion might not be for me is in high school. I think it was 10th, 10th or 11th grade um, that my family thought I was possessed. Like that's, oh. that's what, yeah. So that's when I was like, man, maybe religion is not, <laughs> not the thing because I know for a wait, fact wait, wait, I, was not reli- I was not possessed. Like, <laughs> Walk down that, that, set the stage, set the characters, set the scene. So we're in I church. And we're doing one of those um, events after church. I forgot what they call them. But, like, you've been at church all day. But then you come back at, like, 6 o'clock to close out the Sabbath and, like, be together while Sabbath closes. And so we're doing that one of those again. And the Wait, hold on. So just to to, to be very clear, Mm -hmm. church, specifically for Seventh-day Adventists, and I'm sure for other denominations too, but we can only speak to what we've experienced. Church would start maybe nine, ten o'clock in the morning. Am I right? Or yeah. was it lower? Yeah. Nine. Service. Like when, when you say start, like that's Bible study. Yes. That um children's study or children Bible yep. studies yep. was one So you come in again, eight, nine o'clock, because you're already awake. You have to make sure shirts iron from day before or early in the week. Mm-hmm. Make sure shoes are fine. Um you know, rotation of showers, make sure everyone is ready to go, cars warmed up if it's winter, all of that. Get to church, immediately go into Bible study. Um, I want to say Vespers, but I don't think that's the right word. Um, but then service yeah, would did, start. We did that, yeah. And did that? And service would start 
about 10 or so. And service is, the first half of the service is probably like two hours because you go through prayer, you go through scripture reading, readings, um, children's story, um, offering, all of that. Yeah, like two, three hours. Singing, like someone sings a hymn, like we had a guest singer maybe or something. And we do a yeah, few songs. It, like, if it's like you say or something like that, you might have the whole choir, you might, yep. but then church really, 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 really doesn't start until pastor starts preaching or whoever, maybe there's a guest pastor, maybe it's elder, maybe it's youth pastor, whoever. Church doesn't start until the sermon. Yep. That's maybe 12, one o'clock. This is crazy. Someone else saying this. They're like, I'm, No, like I'm maybe this is true. <laughs> and then that sermon, if the spirit moves them in the right way, which it typically tends to. Yes. We're talking maybe 3, 3.30, we're wrapping up with the sermon. Yeah. And, and then, then there's and a then they're give there's like a potluck or something after that you go yeah, to. Yeah, but before the potluck, we gotta make sure that anyone wants to be baptized oh, or, yeah, or yeah, anything. Yeah, yeah. You gotta yeah. come out to like give yourself back to God because I remember seeing people do that all the time. Like, you already did yeah. it. Like you came back again. Like people go up to the front. This is every every Saturday. every 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 week, every Sabbath. Yep. So again, church maybe starts you get there if you're going to go to the um bible study and things like that eight nine o'clock church really doesn't start until one yeah. you're not really done until about three four o'clock yeah. and then pick up with the food afterwards but then what you were talking about earlier is that sometimes you then have to come back because then you go home and change yeah or maybe you'd still be in the same clothes maybe you would go to your friend's house or your aunt's house or someone's yes. house you would go somewhere to either either church was doing potluck and you wanted to go there or someone who like cooked real food was doing a potluck. So we would go over to that person's house, hang out there for a few hours. And then once it starts getting close to sunset, then we're like, oh, we all got to go back to church again. So we go back to yes. church. And then there's another kind of sermon thing going on <laughs> that you're doing. While, like, was, the teenagers yeah. are trying to hang out in the back and like not be in yeah. it or sit upstairs. And <laughs> you might be starving during this whole time because this, yes, there's sometimes. Sometimes you might actually be starving. Oh, that so be a lot. you might want to hit up a KFC. You might want to hit up like get it like good. Yeah, and my mom was not going to buy anything on the Sabbath. It was Sabbath time. Nah. Either you cook, you eat what's at home. Like I remember, yeah, you. There's no making buying new food or anything like that. No TV on anything. It was just literally the only time we had TV is if we were watching Veggie Tales or some other. Veggie yeah, Veggie Tales. It was like a, a, a little Christian like thing. It's veggies doing stories. It's a really cool show. I remember it even so really but it's kind of like you can say like a like Teletubbies or something for okay. church. Now, you know those Word. stories that we used to read in the pamphlets. Yes, yes, they yes, would yes, do yes. those stories. They, they would actually they're breaking down the Bible into bite-sized chunks they're, that's reenacted by different vegetables for kids awesome. to understand. And that's how I, like, when I first was starting to go to church, that's how I would learn a lot of the stories because I didn't want to read the book at first. It was a big old mm. book of random words and names and stuff, so I didn't want to do that. But Not even random words. Like, words that, like, literally were only created and invented for, what, the 15th, 16th, 17th century? So yes. you're reading this stuff, like, what? Because I don't know why the King James Version, we didn't really get the NIV and all that other stuff until later. But you pick up a hymn or anything like that, you'd be seeing words that, whoa. I'm like, what? I've never seen this in my life. 
and yeah, you're so, seven. <laughs> so doing all that, and so what happened was it was one of those days. Mm-hmm. Going back to the, what happened is it was one of the times where we we had come back, or maybe we had it. We have even just stayed because it's so long. You don't even go home. You just make sure you have a change of clothes. So we're there, and I can't remember if it was the pastor or the assistant pastor or something, but they had found out this new thing called the truth about hip-hop. And maybe I'll put it in or something. Maybe I'll find it if it's still out there. But I remember they were saying that indie songs from like Jay-Z and you know all these different rappers – there was hidden messages in them. And mm-hmm. these rappers and these musicians are using this media to like possess people, to make them do things like in the secular world that we, we shouldn't want to be doing, you know, whether it's, you know, popping bottles or whatever, cursing and being, being bad and not listening to your parents or your loved ones. And it was all this kind of stuff. And, Double music. Yeah, I'm, yeah, double music basically. And he would try to try play it and slow it down. And it was like different DVDs of like. And then, and then like if you rewind and stuff. Oh, I think I remember what you're talking about. Yeah. If you rewind certain songs, yeah. or if you, oh, or if you play them against. Well, that's a real thing. If you played certain yeah, some albums, songs do that. But yeah, it's like just that. I could never find it. But oh, being, I was being young, like it was interesting to me, but only because to me. I've always had a fatuation with, um, not not demons, but like just things that are not like, like monsters and stuff like that. Like anything that's supposed to scare you, I like trying to look into that because I don't get scared. I'm like, what can I find that is real? Like there has to be something else out there. But I digress. We're doing it. I'm, I'm listening and like it's interesting because you see all this stuff happening and you're in the you're in a church. You believe in church and Bible and God, so you're like what this like all this stuff is in here oh my goodness and at first it was like dang that's crazy but then my mom and my family started getting real serious about it and starting to throw away games and music and any cds that had anything that looked like it could be related to you know the secular world Mm -hmm. and the devil and all that and i'm just like okay i'm starting not to like this because i like that game like i just like playing (laughs) playstation too like what are you talking about? My game is not bad because I'm shooting people. Like, it happens Golden, in life. Golden Eye, like I can't play Golden yes. Eye anymore. Like yes, what? That's, so that's like perfect. Like we can't work. Yeah, they were starting throwing stuff away. My I'm, my little my youngest brother, he was really into it. Like he was getting rid of everything. But I don't know if he was truly believing it, or he was just like he liked to be the person doing that to people because he was really into it. And then my other brother, he was into it too. But they were throwing stuff away, and I was getting mad because. In my world, when I, growing up, like early early ages, I wasn't super popular or doing anything with other people. So, for me, my video games, my drawings, because they were throwing my drawings away too, my music, anything like that was all stuff that all I had in my head. Being young, you don't know like there's more in the world. But at that time, I'm like they're throwing away my games, they're throwing away my art. You're literally throwing away part of your yeah. Like your what, what am I ever going to do? Like this is yeah. what I don't want to just listen to gospel music all the time like so i would get super mad and i already had a problem with anger where i would just keep it in because i didn't want to uh, be angry with my little brothers or do anything like bad so i would just keep it in so that just added on to it and you're throwing my things away i start you know yelling and getting mad and like not slamming stuff because i get in trouble but i'd run to the room or like 
put the blanket on my head, you know, act crazy to them. And so I think it was my youngest brother. I'd have to ask him, but I think it was him who might have suggested or said something about me being possessed because why is he breathing you like that? You planted the seed? You planted the seed? Yeah, doing that breathing stuff because I'd get mad. I'd be hyperventilating. And, like, they would start talking about, like, the fact that I would – I had said that I had heard noises outside the window before at my in my room. And like, all these things started coming together. Like, he's always oh. drawing, like, demons and, like, monsters and random weird stuff. He always plays games where he's shooting people or fighting stuff because, like, I would be playing, um, like, uh, Devil May Cry and stuff like that. So all that just started adding up. And so they can see the picture in their head. Like, he's possessed. He gets mad, super mad every time we throw away his stuff. We're not getting upset. We're just throwing it away. It's whatever does. It but it's also being uh, 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 from the outside too, because there's also from society and stuff. Because there's a whole lot of subculture wars going on. Not I don't like the word the culture wars, but so they're seeing with their own eyes in front of them yeah. what they what they uh, they thought would happen. <laughs> well, no, it's not what happened, but they see you having just a natural reaction to just not being able to express the way that you you would like, or at least not in a way that's harmful. So instead of doing it harmful, you're like, <clears throat> so because they didn't have the tools to recognize or whatever they were seeing, but then you, on top of it, you naturally were just like, no, nah, Devil May, that's a fire game. Yeah, and it, it also game. didn't help that when we would watch these um, Truth About Hip Hop videos, he, the guy who was talking about stuff, he was a pastor or something, but he would always find a way to, like, remove a demon from somebody or something, right? So he would always – exorcism, there we go. He would perform one of those, and that was, like, part of the intro music, the part that goes. You see them going doing all this crap, and he's, like, talking. So they see me doing something similar, like getting mad and going doing all this crap. He's like, he's doing what they're, what they're doing in the video. He has to be there. <laughs> It's interesting now because I'm sure it wasn't um, funny at the time. This what oh, you're describing. Yeah, to me, I was furious. Not nah, yeah, and it just made me mad. And it is. It didn't. Shout out to your younger brother for just be like, nah. <laughs> like I heard him. I heard him say some. Nah, he was talking. He was talking about stuff outside. Nah, he be nah. <laughs> Watch oh, that demon over there. Like ah. Yeah. So okay. But they, they, they see for me. That that was like between. Mm. Between watching the videos and you, be, and, and and so was it from watching the videos that um, you noticed your games were, um, what was it? There was like a censorship going on because of the videos. Yeah, that, that's what I started noticing. I mean, I mean, I knew we we couldn't like eat pork or certain things, and then. But when it, it started saying on you, like your personal, your your okay, that makes yeah. sense. Yeah, because you know, I mean, being in the church you can't watch too much crazy stuff or do things that's weird but to be fair to be fair rap music in the 90s and rap music always like they it's, it's some foul shit that they say yeah they like, do I, say some stuff but but it's it's art like there's yeah. a yeah but i remember it's interesting because i remember i was like listening to dmx and stuff like <laughs> uh, wow yeah. but but like it's dmx or be tupac or like just any kind of crazy, because he just sounds cool to me. In my head, I, as a young kid, I'm like, it just sounds cool. Yeah, not, uh, but I'm not <laughs> worshiping somebody. I'm just, it's cool to me. 
Not with an imagine as, as a. So as it just a, kept adding up, man. Like, double me cry, listen, listen to DMX. You're over here shaking. Your brother's over here snitching on you. <laughs> Looking back, it's like, oh, I can see why they're saying that. And just to be clear, they've, they've apologized about the whole event and like everything that's happened. And sorry before that. But at the time, the closest I could feel to hate was what I felt to them. Like without hating them, I was just like, you guys already don't get me anyway because I am different than everybody. I'm always into art and doing other things. So I just that I just had already had that in the back of my head too. That I wasn't. You're going through like phase. Ones. Yeah, I wasn't like them. Like my little my youngest brother and the one below me, they were good friends and they always mess with me anyway. So it was just one more yeah. thing for me. And that's a whole nother conversation about growing up and being the oldest in the in the house, like. But yeah, so all that happened, and that's I think where the doubt started picking up for me because I was just like, until now they could they could teach me stuff from the Bible and they can show me where it means something. But when they're trying to say I'm possessed and I know I'm not, like I I have no affiliation with the <laughs> the devil or demon. I've never seen any of these things. That's when I was just like, hmm, maybe. Maybe this stuff is not what I thought it was. Mm -hmm. But it didn't take me all the way out of church. It's just that happened. We got over it. They would make comments about it here and there throughout life. But then, you know, just going on through the years, slowly but surely, I'm like, ah, well, maybe I can work on Sabbath. I need money. I'll do it. Like, as long as I'm not every Sabbath. Maybe I'll work on, on Saturday nights or something like that. And there's just little things started happening. Then I went to the military and I would say, me and my brother would say that we were seven day Venice, which we were, but at that time we weren't that big into it. But I made sure because that was the only time like during uh, church time they would let you go. And so you had a little bit of time away from the DIs and people would treat you like humans for a little bit. So we would go to every service. No. Oh, wow. Wow, I completely forgot about that in boot camp. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, because you would, depending on whether you're Buddhist, whether you're this, like, you had they would they make sure you have religion. Yeah. Have access to religion. I forgot about that, but I, you would be able to go if you wanted to tap into it, like, yeah. <clears throat> selfishly cool, to get away from nonsense. But it was also just cool just to be in that in that spiritual space. Yeah, because our pastor would just let us like just sit in there and just talk and right or whatever we wanted to do and i remember one time um my buddy Cody, <laughs> he came with us to say he was this because we had talked to him we were like, hey when we go over here they take us to this part and there's a vending machine if we have money we could get some candy <laughs> but it was a lot of people coming all the time so we had to make sure we could find a time to do it while going over there and so i made sure because i was the um the scribe for the thing for the um the squad and i was a squad leader and so i held all the money and i had my money and so we were like let's just take a dollar and we're gonna go over here <laughs> and i had the little so container I over there yeah, look yeah over so there. like and it was right next to the bathroom so we're like, okay we all went to the bathroom at the same time which is not obvious at all but we all went to the bathroom when we first got there and then so we all come out at the same time i'm like okay you over there during that aisle make sure nobody's coming and then you over here and so I, I was in there trying to grab the candy and I got it and I remember a marine comes 
but for some reason he either didn't see or he didn't care or he was just like I can understand because you guys are recruits he didn't say nothing he just kept going and we we're just I remember I remember being super scared because I was like man they're gonna fucking kill us if we find they find out but we got the candy that was good <laughs> mission complete yeah, got the got, candy we got that candy though that was tight so even no when if you weren't able to go to those um, religious services that's or um, that was offered when you're going through uh, basic, mm-hmm. would you have found that candy machine or would it? No, because for, you had to, you had to, yeah, you had to for participate. Seven day in Venice, we, we went to a different place because there was no real actual seven day Venice and it was just me and my mm. brother. So we had, like, I remember when they first took us, we were going in a part and because our memories are not good when i'm looking back it reminds me of the places you see in movies of like the old vatican and stuff like it looked dark mm. it always seemed like we only went there at nighttime for some reason <laughs> like the lights were dim we were going down hallways under, like, under what is this place it just remembered the cover of darkness place. yeah it, it seemed like it being religion and it seemed like it was like taboo at the time even though everybody could do the religious thing but it just seemed like they're putting us off to the side because our church thing was always a different time everybody else everybody else mm-hmm. on sunday just fine we had to go to a pastor who wasn't really seven day Adventist, but he was familiar with it and so he would like half stuff for us to read if we wanted to but it was mostly just time for us to get away there wasn't any observers of judaism this is the same sabbath no there wasn't he he was like just a regular protestant or whatever oh. That's so interesting. But I was also at the one in San Diego. They might have been different at Camp Lejeune, but where we're at, we were at the real base. No, I'm so, so it's interesting that nobody, there were no known of that observed Judaism. He, I mean, he was familiar with all the religions because I guess he had to be, but he didn't like it wasn't his religion. I wonder. Okay, that's interesting. Is that the reason I was asking about the? Um, <clears throat> At least a candy because that that builds team and camaraderie and all those things. Plus, you got candy like, yeah. it, and my pastor has sent me candy too. <laughs> it cannot be over um, overstated how important those small things were, yeah. and when you're completely just in a different world, just trading for battle and all sorts of yeah. things. It was interesting when you, when you first um, started the the story at least the describing the path it was because of uh you would go to sunday church but then because someone was like there was a curiosity at least as much curiosity as a as a young um young human can have yeah uh but do you know because obviously the uh was it your mom or was it that decided like no we're going to go to seventh day adventist we're going to go to because of the person we were talking to who invited us she could answer questions from a mom too and she had a presence about herself, which that's what I believe in, really. I believe in presences and like Ah, that's the word present. Mm-hmm. I, I believe in people's aura. I think that's a real thing. So w- she had that for my mom at least. I remember my mom feeling that. So then in turn, because we're the kids, we're like, okay, if she gravitates towards that, then there has to be something good. And then so we either she really had it or we just by default had that feeling too, you know? So which is which is interesting is then that juxtaposed with how we started with the quote-unquote taboo well no it's not quote-unquote because it is the taboo like it, it's not 
just not to ruffle feathers like it's not a thing unless you're in a in a sacred space and and comfortable with the person like you really don't talk politics or religion yeah specifically like it, nowadays with the politics boy there's 75 <laughs> 78 million mm-hmm. um but if it wasn't for do you remember the lady's name or the woman's sister name robinson sister shout out to sister robinson so if it wasn't she for was sister robinson present and i would i would from my understanding of of um you have to be confident in your faith and your um and the lord and savior that you serve yeah. as they walk so but due to her presence she was able to offer some sort of comfort or something to your mom yeah. and then you peep in the situation as much as you can you see we're going to church on sunday then we switch up go to church on saturday or you're going to church sunday and saturday like what's going on over there yeah. but then that um that simple exchange of and that simple bond is your mom so heavy in the church very also okay. the seven day Adventists had black people <laughs> the other church we're going to was all white people so we already black. felt uncomfortable we felt very welcome at seven day Adventist church but not but yeah she is, is she's uh very into uh to relate her religion i mean i don't think i don't know if she goes to church all the time but she but your mom's spirit like she's about God. She's yep. about that life. Yeah. But so Chata says Robinson, because then that same whatever I guess I wouldn't say comfort, because you trusted your mom when she made a decision and you saw the benefit of it, whatever it was. Yeah. You know, <clears throat> whatever that was, it stuck even with you. And I'm sure if you talk um when you ask your brothers similar kind of situation even though they might not be practicing anything like that like you're very aware of the church yeah you're very aware of how to make sure that tie then you might even throw on a bow tie or something like that you even soy veggie me like all that stuff like it, it, it just sticks with you like no matter what you do it actually reminds me of um like when i, I guess that's how it is um when you hear of others ooh, recalling how they grow up yeah that innocence because in my mind i'm thinking about like um uh like children or families that grow up in like israel or 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 like it's just it's woven into every aspect of life like it's home it's school church isn't even really and it actually kind of touches on what we're talking about earlier with um religion is different outside of the west in certain aspects because i where the town that I live in, or that um, I'm I'm, uh, I'm at now, there are monuments. There are there's a huge um, cathedral actually, like ten minutes away from here, like huge, mm-hmm. huge. Um, but that's for that's in the Polish community that's here, and that Polish community they um uh what's the word, immigrated, migrated, immigrated, migrated migrated yeah. from Poland after during World War well shit World War One and World War Two because Poland got the brunt of yeah. Germany twice. And so to them it's very you're very aware when you're walking down 
Um, it's Broad Street. You're very aware when you're walking on Broad Street that it's a significant part of their heritage and their culture. Yeah. It's not imposed on or anything like that. Like, I'm sure if I wanted to, I can probably go there tomorrow for service or whatnot. Yeah. But growing up here, that's not the only option. I also know that there's a synagogue, there's um, a temple, mm-hmm. uh, there's a Spanish Seventh-day Adventist church not too far away from, which is crazy because I would actually have been saying this for a while. I'd love to go to a Spanish one because I, I wonder if it's the same. But oh, um, we had a temple like literally the next block over. <laughs> oh, really? Yeah. So like even having that diversity and then, but then at the same time, um, religion is such a powerful thread. And like, I, I, it's so interesting. Because I, 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 even growing up, um, and having it a part of, of life, it's still, I, 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 I don't feel the weight of it necessarily. Like it, 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 it's not something that, um, I understand, I appreciate its significance, but it's just not something that's clicked ever to me. The closest thing to a religion, like a personal religion or, or like a personal, um, belief or or faith is literally just being outside and like just observing what's going on and it you don't even have to say it's nature birds animals insects like no like even just said that, that simple cover um interaction you're you're talking about with uh sister robinson and your mom like that to me like that's some sort of there's something going on with that yeah is then look how it, it, it it's it's transferred over to you in certain ways or um it's very it, 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 it's interesting because it goes from something simple as uh, being able to enjoy a candy bar and being able to to maneuver with with the whole squad, <laughs> and knowing full well if you get caught for said candy bar, you're destroyed. Yeah. Not even to have that opportunity because now you recall this story. It's like, man, that's crazy. Yeah. This. Hmm. And I'm saying all this stuff about religion. I don't have anything against religion itself it's just the people who practice it which i have a problem with but without going too in deep with that or in depth with that um i remember us first meeting at our job that one time and finding out that you knew about seven day venice and i was like what that's crazy someone else knows like i've never heard anybody know about this and even then like i, I was still practicing somewhat so it's very recent that I'm fully away from religion. Like, Wait, really? I didn't know yeah. that. I didn't know. Like that. I, 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 I like you go to. Yeah, when we were together, like at that job, I was practicing the minimum of it. Like I would still go to church randomly here and there, and I really? still wouldn't I do anything that would deem like no. they wouldn't like at church. What's wild? One of the um, I I think. I, I, I'm trying to place it because I know I, I don't know if I was taking a trip after we went and visited. Um, I forget her name, but it was uh, it was you and, and little big man. Um, and it was just flowers. Like I forgot, like he was a retired um, fire chief for San Diego. Oh, yeah. Brother Robinson. The first black fire chief, if I remember yeah, yeah, correctly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I forget what, what's what's what, that's a true elder. Like that's a. Yeah. Uh, <clears throat> Um, what, what what's her name? His name is Brother Robinson. And what's the his wife's name? Edna Robinson. Oh, that's the same person you're talking no, about. No, 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 no. 
it was two oh, different, two different oh, Robert, Robinson. Robinson. Okay. Yeah. Oh, two different ones. Oh, look yeah, at that. Yeah. But um, I think I remember that time uh, we had went because I even now I'm thinking I was like whatever was going on over there like that was literally like a magic wonderland yeah, walking through. Crazy. That I, so shout to you for yeah that that was wild. But I remember that was uh, um uh her presence. We're we come back yeah. to to. Like her her presence was um that of a of a godly um spiritual woman like yeah. heavy but not in a um uh in a very personal way and you can tell from her personal love and and, and affection for um and devoting her life to reading the scripture and, and community and stuff like that. Like you can, like it, it, it rubs off. So it, I, I didn't know that you were still, because that was the closest for me of, of tapping back into church. Mm-hmm. Like <clears throat> when um, I would fly back and visit home, um, whatever times those would come up. Um, if I was here on a Sabbath or like going to church and kind of reconnecting with people, seeing the choir, stuff like that. But ever since I, um, I don't think I've ever actually gone to church. Like me waking up and like, I'm going to go to church. I've never done that in my life. So when did you go? Have you ever like to church? Yeah. Yeah. It would go all the time. Like growing up. Oh, growing up. But like as a as a fully functioning um, human being, adult human being, <laughs> I've never had a desire to go to church. So all that time in church, it didn't do nothing for you, huh? or is there a moment that you just didn't want to go anymore? Or... No, it's not even like a like I don't have any active. I've been back to church. Yeah. Like I I I've, I enjoy my time when I am at church. I was at um uh. It brings back a lot of nostalgia, a lot of good memories. Mm-hmm. Um, when I do see the church family, like it's always love. Like it, 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 and it reminds me of like no, like I grew up in this environment, but as a personal choice, like it's never been something in my heart that I want to go to church. It was brought up in when I was um, when we were there. Like my mom would say to me, like, "Oh, you should find one in the um, uh, one that's around you, and and, and yeah. go and stuff like." That. I've I actually have more interest to go to a um, uh, go to a mosque than I do to a church. Yeah, but you can't just walk into a, from what I understand you can't just walk into a mosque like like a, a little bit more. Intentions. <clears throat> no, but even then, even um, like me personally, I think after everything that I've experienced um, of all the stories. Um, Eastern, Western, like even the indigenous, like the natural, um, even what we were talking uh, before we were recording with Rastafari and stuff like that. If I, if I had a, um, the story that makes the most sense to me was, is Islam, is, 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 uh, like I, that's more fascinating. The I, I feel as if Christianity, it lost me in a sense, not just personally experiencing church, because one of my um, things when I was younger was there was a lot of hypocrisy. And there was a distinction between what you were told and what you were reading and, and kind of, it was like a veil, like a, 
and you could see the human facets of the people delivering the message yeah because being younger being um especially with the kids like you hear the nonsense that goes on like you did <clears throat> drama 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 in church drama 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 because this happens when you're there all day people talk <laughs> yeah. and stories, you know, things happen um and this was before like social media and stuff like that so like it was uh like you would hear something about sister so-and-so or brother so-and-so or, or, and, and it wasn't even at that church because we grew up, um, oh, the, yeah. church of, the churches, there were <laughs> other, so sometimes you would be at, um, was it hope, faith, um, uh, chair, joy, I, I forget the names of them. So that might be a whole different situation. So you might have a, a squad over here that, mm-hmm. that has a situation with somebody over here. I totally forgot about that. <laughs> Yeah, and but then because it's Sabbath, you can't just like you might have to wait for a car ride or something. So all of this drama is happening, and you're in suit and tie, and they're in dress <laughs> for no reason. Like we're dressed up, serious for no reason. So from then, the scripture, like the sermon, because sometimes when pastor or whoever we have, like no, nah, when it hits, it hits. Like when the word comes, it, it comes. Yeah. When the music hits, it hits. Um, one of my well, actually, we'll get back to a different topic and a different story. But the seeing the hypocrisy and stuff like that, it was um, it was very confusing. So while attending church and doing um, Seventh-day Adventist activities, I was also in uh, all-boys Catholic high school. So there was a, oh. a very real difference in their philosophies and, and how they approach. Yeah. And could argue that actually there one is a opposition to the other, even though they're both on the same road, like one is in direct contrast to the other. <clears throat> so I, I think from there, like it just um, left, uh, uh, it just didn't make any sense. Like it was just confusing for no reason. Um, but then as I got older, you actually read on the history of the church, on the history of Christianity, mm-hmm. um, the impact of Christianity, the impact on even something as simple as, um, uh what's the word um a patriarchy and like it it it, i've reached a stage where i don't believe god's a a a man like i that to me that that makes no sense and we're not even gonna get into the race and color and stuff like that like i i I don't personally believe god's a dude like no um so so to be clear you believe there is a god i don't like the word god like I'm very sensitive. There's something entity. We'll say that an entity. Energy. There's an energy. energy. Whatever. Whatever. Yeah. What I've what I've settled on. There's an energy because mm-hmm. I don't want to ascribe it to uh, what's the word personify it as a. Even though it says in the Bible, um, was it made in in His uh, image? Um, yeah. And you can find other stories like I, I think in the Aborigines, like they're created out of, um, humans were created out of mud and water and stuff like that. So the only problem I, with the Bible is it's written by man. Yeah. Like I, and I have a, but man at a very specific time, it wasn't man. Um, a lot of the, uh, what is it like 12, 13, like 1100s. I forget when the council of Nicaea, Nicene or Nicaea was, was so much variation in each version of the Bible. Yeah, and they're touching on stuff that was going on like three thousand, four thousand, five thousand years ago, and it was a, it was a, I wouldn't even say a different place, but some of the stories you hear from ancient Syria and Babylon and stuff like that, like the wild wildness was going on. Yeah. Um, 
But the, the 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 religion that I've learned since um, uh, learning and and seeking information on my own, mm-hmm. the there's something about it that deeply bothers me and troubles me because it's been weaponized in a sense. And this is kind of where we get into like you're not you're you're um programming people to not really think for themselves like people are just going in and just be like oh okay cool like i'm, I'm doing this ceremony or i'm doing this uh, participating in this and like oh, okay cool i have the spirit of the lord and then i can just run around and just be an absolute menace to everyone in, in society and you still forgive uh, me if i ask and still forgive me and all of these things because then we can even touch on what's going on with the um actually no i want to be specific because that that's that's not yeah. the place for this um i understanding that and seeing it like there's a disconnect between what we have now between what i feel as if the core message of our religion or all um to love to be kind to be um honest to be pure like all these things are universal things no matter where you're from like as a human being you shouldn't roll around with that so i think um islam is probably the most unadulterated of them because they encompass is islam encompasses all of the other religions Mm -hmm. um it's a very beautiful language um it's of it doesn't, it regards science, it regards art. Like, obviously you have, like anything else, you have certain um, you have certain ways of interpreting it. Mm-hmm. But I, I believe that the, at, at its core, um, it tells the closest story to a God or like to, to all of that. But I, my own personal um, it just like I don't know. It, it doesn't make any sense to me, but I appreciate it and understand it. And there are useful things um, that religion offers humanity. Um, and to be honest with you, like, what else are you supposed to? I, I think it's amazing that we even come up with. Um, we have the ability to create those kind of stories to 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 yeah. have that kind of um, uh, connection. Is the same we we can go and um, I think we we're talking about uh, Solomon a few days ago. <clears throat> that was a long time ago. That was a very long, very very long time ago. But when you sit, read the story, or even kind of take and interpret it a certain way, it's not just the Bible. You can do this with um, <clears throat> uh, Greek, with Rome. Um, even like Chinese, like there's a lot of interesting stories people tell all across the yeah. world. A lot of interesting stuff. So I, 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 to have an open mind and open heart towards all of it. Um, but then to also understand that man has their hand in it. So when you see things that aren't, uh, I'm using the word kosher, or at least that doesn't feel right. Yeah, yeah. That's not a good vibe. Um, uh, I think it, it, it's important to be aware of that too, because it, religion obviously is important enough no matter what you believe of it it's important enough where you at least have to respect it and to understand that um it has power it has power and it's not like an individual thing because that's that's i think that's also to be honest with you that's where the friction um lies is that people can recognize and utilize that power in a very destructive way yeah 
um, very, very destructive. And, and even, and it doesn't even have to be anything nefarious. It doesn't have to be anything drastic. Like people use the word of the Lord for all sorts of crazy shit, all sorts of craziness. So I, the fact that it has that kind of power, I think you are the fool if you don't at least ask the question and curious enough to um, want to find out more. I, I read something or maybe I'd heard something the other day that was talking about an atheist or a, um, it's not a agnostic or wherever, whatever you choose to, to describe whatever it is that you believe or ascribe to whatnot. And if you don't ascribe or anything like that, but if you're, uh, I want to say an atheist or maybe it was agnostic, I, I get them confused, but it's, the onus is on you to actually read the Bible more than it is for the Christian or for the Muslim or for the Jew or for the Buddhist or for like, oh, it's yeah. up to you to read the scripture and to read, um, to have that knowledge, to make sure that what it is that you don't believe is actually firm. Like you're not just saying something just out of nonsense. If you're not actually reading, and it's not like you have to do like a Bible or anything like that, but to actually kind of just like, okay, cool. Like, what are they talking about over there? Yeah. But wait, wait why? And it, because I think given enough time, that's the beauty with religion too, is that you can actually think about it um, critically. You can technically, like there are scholars and you can watch millions of hours of video, audio, all of that stuff on things that as children you look at it's like why are you like what why is that story in there like why are, why are we talking like what yeah what do you mean you walked across like just little but you can understand the concept like even with um i think the the democratization of of um theocracy and and because it reminds you of the bible too because that's why there was um the power of religion was with the priests and priestesses mm -hmm. and they were only checked by the king yeah because the king got their power from or or the queen or whatever for a, a large amount of time they derived their power from a higher source <clears throat> so the only ones that are able to talk to that higher source are over there in their own little world but then after was it um Duenheim? um that's when the printing press and then you had martin luther um, one of the reasons why you have Protestantism is because he was able to literally nail nail on the, the church doors manuscripts or uh, pamphlets, literally. And basically that's something I didn't know um, until, until order. Like it wasn't like one pamphlet or two pamphlets or three churches. Like he would go from town to town to mm. town, town and nailing it up. And if he didn't do that, people wouldn't have been able to read it. So if you're growing up in one of those villages or whatnot, and you literally have no idea if there's any other option for anything, but then some dude that you don't even know comes up and like, yo, boom, 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 boom. Can someone read that to me? What's that say? Yeah. Wait, we can read the Bible inside our house? Like what? So, uh, I, 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 for whatever side you lie on with religion or whether it's a part of your life or whatever our personal experiences, like it, 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 it's, I think it's one of the most amazing things humans, um, 
because it's so versatile too. Because you know, like even we're talking earlier, like we're just talking about West. A focus has been on Westerners. That's what we know. <clears throat> but there's there's a deep um, there's a deep richness when it comes to religion, and I I don't know what else to say beyond it. Like it, it, it's a very it's very mysterious, and it, it's I don't know. It's kind of like math. Yeah. So no math which I don't fully understand at all, but it's there. math can answer any question somehow. I don't know how. Like you can probably make the argument that religion in a certain sense too, because it's at its core religion, that's a collection of story. Like literally it's just a collection of experience. Yeah. And ritual that that's other, that's the one thing. That word ritual. Ritual. <laughs> but when you can take it, a few different ways but ritual is a repetition it's a uh there's even something um uh cleanliness is next to godliness like little things like that like yeah like you want to be like i i little things that you, you you can use um use to create your own religion or or, or create your own um uh ethos or or origin and stuff like that because like i i, I don't know like literally we're just telling stories of people from thousands of years ago and then we just tie in like something we don't even see like what yeah Yeah, and then we build churches and structures and institutions literally we organize society around these things and then we rebel against it then we go to war against it yeah like it's it's crazy it's crazy yeah and i think that we have two popes we have two popes wait we do not we like it's not me like like the world has two popes. I don't know what I'm saying. What the world has two popes? Yeah, the uh, active pope and then the retired pope, like two living popes. Oh yeah, yeah okay, I get you. You know, like when they have yeah, yeah. Um, professors, it's like a, um, I forgot his actual title, but it's like a, a meme about that, and I didn't. I was like, what are you guys talking about? Yeah, no, it's crazy. Like religion is wild, but it's also really cool. Like, but it's also dangerous, yeah. and it's also. Um, uh, what's where it's taboo, yeah. but it's weird. I think it's... that's why I'm agnostic when you ask that question. Maybe agnostic, think. yeah, I think I am because earlier I probably would have said atheist, hmm. saying you don't believe in God at all. What's the but... okay? So, atheist means you don't believe in God, there's no God, not so, not at all. Agnostic is agnostic, is that there's nothing to prove there's a God. Or no God, like you're more. So you're kind you're of. indifferent. You're indifferent. Yeah, and that's what I think I am. Well, no, no, I'm actually, no. Like there's there's no there's no evidence. There's no evidence. Yeah, um, and that's how I am about a lot of things. I don't completely rule it out unless it can be proven that it's not real or it is real. So that's where I kind of I I, I uh, I'm on the fence a little bit too because I do feel as if if I wanted to I could ascribe certain situations and and experiences to that kind of like nah that must be god like that nah or like that's not giving ourselves enough power not well that's because then we get into get then we get into walking kings and queens and um uh even when you're saying earlier um when When something is, is is supposed to scare you, like you yeah. still kind of want to poke it in its face, like dude, like, but you're not real. Like, what am I? Um, 
Because on the flip side of religion, we're talking about the God, do you also have to talk about like the, like I love the Lucifer, the morning star, devil. Um, and there's different variations of it across wherever you look. Like it's very, very interesting. But then it's like, is it, are we telling these stories just be, not just because, but because there's so many different, um, there's what, seven, eight billion people. Yeah. Everyone experiences things, but we all somehow experience the same thing. There's something in it for everyone because again, it's been collected over so many thousands of years. Everyone kind of has a piece of the pie. So even if you were into um, uh, more of the occult and more busy, that's something I've had to learn, like a, a Satanist, or, or a satan or people um those that ascribe to it. like it's not a uh it's not as bad as a, it's not bad but i say no not a bad person or or, or 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 um uh wiccans yeah or um those that are more pagan and, and norse like that makes sense to me yeah, like don't use it for yourself that's what it is about those religions yeah but then also kind of reconnecting you to uh uh whether your ancestors or like an affinity that you have, like you have people that walk around and believe that they're um, like their soul name was a dolphin, but we don't really have like a dolphin religion or like, maybe we do. Like, I don't know. Yeah. But like when you find something, because when you're hard, like when you locked into something like there's you're locked into it. So if yeah. you can find that, like that, would, like, I, 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 I don't yeah. Religion. I, I, I look forward to, I'm glad that, um, in a sense, I was raised, even though it, it's something like I, I, I'm glad that I, I didn't turn a blind eye. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm glad that it's something that has provided comfort. Um, it's something I have to be very cognizant of is that whether I like to or not, I'm literally surrounded by prayer every day of my life. My mom has a whole prayer team. They've been praying for me, my brothers, and the family for at least a decade, if not more. Like every week, every week. Whenever I, think, I go through a certain, huh? No, no, continue. I'll say what after. The, anytime I something, how would I say? One of the one of my deepest connections with one of my closest friends because we grew up um, and we met each other and and started to know each other in the pulpits and at church and um, in those gatherings after service and sermons and stuff like that. When it comes to it, I have no problem asking her to pray for me. No problem. I actually look forward, like it's something that I, I, because I know that she has, she always does. Um, but it's something that I even joke and, and, but she knows it's, uh, they know that it's not a joke in a sense because I, because I take it serious. Like if I'm asking for a prayer, um, because I believe in the words and I believe in, in that ritual of that conversation with the universe or God, like whatever you want to call it. I think, you, I think, I like that you said that because I want to touch on that in a minute, what you're saying. With oh, please do, please do. Because I, at the very least, like prayer, mm, there's something funny, with that. Because I, um, I think prayer is just, you telling your subconscious what you want. Affirmation. Yeah, that's what it is to me. I just think it's a different form of it, but we put a different entity on it because we can't really explain how it works. 
but I think that's what that is. I think that is you putting that affirmation out there, and also I think it's just about energy exchange. You're trying to say, like, I want this, I need this, I need this. And it's funny because I had asked, I was going to do some tough stuff like I, like everybody does, right? And I had texted the group chat of my family and asked them to um, pray for me. And mm. their response, or one of their response was, how am I going to pray for you if I don't believe in religion? I don't th- you don't believe in God, blah, blah. And I was like, and this is how, this is why I don't like people in religion, like religious people, because instead of just doing it because you mm. believe in it, and you're believing, you you're, 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 yeah, you're praying, it's, truth. it's your truth, yeah. right? And you're, you're praying for somebody. Instead of doing that, you ask me why I'm doing it. And I had to say, because I believe in the energy, the po- positiveness behind it. I don't think of it as like you're praying to God. That's what you think. That's what you believe. But for me, it's just, I'm going to a tough spot. And this is what I'm calling on to, to help me out. Mm-hmm. Is that knowing that you guys are praying for me and that positive energy is being sent to me. That's what it was for yeah. me. And it kind of pissed me off, maybe, man, because I'm like, if you're, so, if you're supposed to be, in my understanding or definition of what a religious person is or someone who's closer to their god is Mm. like even if there are people who are out there who don't believe in it because i remember when we were going and showing people a big thing the pastors would say is that if you don't know about it like you can't be held accountable to a certain extent as long as you're doing good things in your life you're good right so even if you don't know about god you never experienced it then you at least pray for those people. You want them to do good and I have a good life and all that. And so in my head, I'm like, even if I, even if I don't believe in God, you, I would think that you would want to pray for your sibling or your your child or whatever. You know, like even if they don't believe in it, don't you? I would think that they'd be praying for me anyway because because I don't believe in it. They want me to believe what they're believing, right? So at the base level. Shouldn't you mm-hmm. be praying that I'm like okay? Correct well, <laughs> me if I'm wrong. Isn't this the part of the works part of 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 the visit? And I think this is um, this is why it's interesting because when it's something that's touched on, <clears throat> you can be a part of it. You can be a part of the institution. You can be in it. And like you can say you go to church, but there's a distinction between being a part of it or being there. And yeah. actually walking, like I know it sounds a little cliche, but actually walking the path. And the interesting thing is, like, even for me, I'm not someone I I I, I believe in energy, like I, I believe in the positivity and the positiveness of certain things. So when you do see um because when you really think about it, actually I've never really thought about this. Prayer is just like, okay, to be honest with you, like it's my like I think from a kid, like I, my mom's doing like, okay. Like, yeah. Like, um, I'm not, I remember, oh, what do we, I actually need to, was it Meek and Mal? But we would do like bedtime prayers, kneel and stuff like that. Yeah, and it did not stick to me at all. But now I'm thinking about it. I haven't thought about this in a long time. Like that stuff that they would do growing up, that stuff that was passed on from Lord knows how long ago. Yeah. Like real simple um, to, to, to bring you back to that oneness and that connectedness. I um yeah I, I I through your example though hopefully 
when you did ask the question and like, because maybe they need to be challenged and because that's the interviews, you can make this a spiritual and religious thing too. Like maybe that's the spirit working though on the back end. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's, not working, it's not working too well because every time I try to challenge them. No, because you're over here asking and you're over here giving the blessing too. Yeah. Like that's- they, they push back. That's like, I've, I've uh, given up on trying to discuss religion with my family because I am the... Uh, pariah or the outsider and all mm. i'm doing is trying to disrupt that's that's what in their head i i picture for them i am the one disrupting i'm just saying things to be malicious I'm, which like mm. what i like to see you guys reaction but i'm not saying these things because i like to be making you feel bad i'm saying these things because i feel like i have reached an epiphany or I've reached a point where not to say anybody's right or wrong, right? But mm. I feel like I'm closer to the rightness than they are once because I really believe in science. And that's a whole other thing, right? But science is telling me that the things that you guys tell me in this Bible and the things that are happening don't happen. Like it's not proof like you can't prove it. It's not real. And, but even, and, and and just in general, like some of the things that they say for you to do doesn't make sense because if you were supposed to love your neighbor, why are you casting them out? Why are you thinking they're possessing and destroying their whole life with it? Like all these things, it's like if religion really no, does that thing, it's like contradiction. Mm. Hmm? I said it, it's filled with contradiction, but that's where the critical thinking piece, because then like it reminds me of like a, a instead of lamb being um led to slaughter like you have to kind of stand up and be like yeah well, mm, 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 mm. because there's a reason why the story's in there there's a reason why that was chosen I there's a reason that. why you had those parables there's a because i don't even know how big the bible is but you're not sitting down putting that together over hundreds of years telling stories from thousands of years for no damn reason it, you might have a, um certain things were thrown out stuff like that but there's a um I would, I would, I, I would hope that they're whether they're in order or not. But there's something to take, and then things what goes back to everyone can kind of not just the Bible, but I feel like any religious text or any sacred document or any um, any scroll. You said the word scribe earlier, like any of those kind of things, like any of those um, uh, those kind of documents. <clears throat> They have a little bit like you could you could read the same document and you can take this story from it. I'll read the same thing. I can read the same thing next year and I can come away with a completely different perspective than what I had today reading that same document. Or if I had read that document 10 years ago, I would have had a different perspective on that document. Yeah. So I I I, I think it's interesting that even if you you can pick and choose if you want to, but you still have to walk. Um, uh, well, no, 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 I'm sorry. Let me rewind. It's not that you pick and choose. Even with the science part, what I love, love, love is this also reminds me again with math. Math, oh, I'm sorry. Even with the science part, there are plenty of things in science. Like how you just described, you can look at, you can look at a religious text or a religious, whatever it is, and you're like, damn, that doesn't, bode well when it comes scientifically like that yeah. should, that makes sense but then you look at certain things in science 
specifically physics and for me when, you, when i read stuff on the universe and and even biology and and um nature and and like just any and just tap into anything like any life science any like even even um something as simple as a, uh the the flowing of a river how that can be influenced by introduction of wolves and it's wild so when you look outside the science you tap in those stories i was like i think when you live in these two separate bubbles because i and this is one of the the i guess playing the middle a little bit I hear what's going on over here in this religion side. I hear, I see and I hear what's going on over here in the science side. Y'all are saying the same thing. Completely different ways of going about it, but you're pretty much, there's some wildness out there in the universe that we don't know about. Yeah. Like we never know about. Like literally we try to look into stuff from billions of years and we're like, that's crazy. That's crazy. But then in religion, it's like, nah, that's some wild stuff too. <clears throat> but then... Because science, like, I, I, I feel as if they complement each other, but they're also at odds very much fundamentally. But they say the same thing. And they, I, to me, when I, I can read a, a physics or go through um, a physics article, at the end of it, I'm like, damn, what? A, how do we figure this out? Or, hey, how are we even asking these questions? Yeah. B, I'm, what? Like you're telling me we're, we're something over there, but then you can go through and you can read um, a religious, whatever document, sacred text, whatever. And you can come up with the same feeling like, damn, like we, we, we small, like we're very, we're the grand scheme of things. We're not insignificant, but damn, like we're, we're just part of this whole uh, cosmic cycle. Yeah, but I think mm. I hear what you're saying. But I think that religion is a little bit more fantastical when it comes. Do you to think religion is more fantastical than than science? Yes, and I might be using the wrong word, but what I mean is, no, I love the fact you're using fantastical. No, that's because I think I think I think the science, science is, is more dramatic. grounded in real things because yes they say something about the galaxies and like universes and fourth dimension and all these things that are that you can't understand or like you mm -hmm. won't get but there's some kind of basis on how to get to that understanding there's some way to get there we just haven't been able to find it right when it comes to religion and these things that are happening from my point of view there's no real like way to get to why this is happening other than these are stories that people made up to help people become better selves themselves better mm -hmm. versions of themselves that's what i think like when i think of the stories in the bible and the things that they say happen yeah they might be those people who lived but the way they're saying the things happen is either one they couldn't explain it so they're coming up with this or two they want to have a positive outcome for this thing that's happening and so let's put it all in a book and try to teach people to be better versions of themselves and to understand these. Because every story that's in the Bible, or most of them, they're all parables or, like, metaphors or whatever you want, like, different, those terms for things in life that are happening even now and how to go about it. And that could be some another, a whole other, like, podcast, but... I think the Bible is more of like a 
a rough draft or a blueprint of, hey, this mm. is how, how things are happening. And this is probably how you, should, it, how you should work on it. It's to give you like a, uh, uh, it feeds the imagination. Yeah. Science is the hard, tangible truth. I, I, yes. With science, I think the fact that we've been a, because I, I, you can, at least in my mind, there's an argument to be made that religion is a science, was a, was the first form of science as, as best as we can science it. Um, because there's certain truths and there's certain, um, and I think this goes back to having that presence. Um, there are, Science can never explain, or, or at least in my mind, I, I don't, I, I, I don't think so. Science can't explain what you experienced with Sister Robinson, or when I went over, um, and I had never met the, uh, 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 been in that environment before, but I could feel that. Like science, to me, science can't really, because that's Not hard. Yet. That, I think that's energy, though. We understand that there is energy, energy. Yes, and it's, yes, yes, it, it, it uh, transfers never gets away. Yes. So I think, I mean, I think the reason why science doesn't describe it is because people don't want to look into that because it seems more like sci-fi-ish or out of this world. There are certain parts of science that I think science, like scientists and all these um, edu highly educated people aren't looking into because it, it's taboo. It's something that could be considered, you know, out of this world kind of thing. And I think energy is a real thing. I think the way it gets transferred to people and comes back and um, how we have these moments where we feel like something's happening. Like mm. that is not something physical that you can touch, but you can describe it to somebody and they know what it is. Right. They know mm -hmm. I have an experience. Someone's staring at University. me. Yeah. yeah. But I think from all of time, but, from yeah, all but, of that, time. but that is all, that's something that's built genetically into us that we just can't understand yet, but we're cracking it. Right. It's just a genetic code. I think that's what those things are. See, even even with that. Uh, well, hold on. Before I have a question, yeah. do you think that there's nothing, given enough time and um, space, that there's nothing science can't answer? You believe that there's a there's there's mystery. There's mystery beyond science. I th yes, I think there's mystery beyond science, but. I think given enough time and the proper resources, it could be understood. It could be answered. Because, okay. I mean, there's things that we didn't know a long time ago. So we, the reason why I asked... We figured it out. Like, with the whole... The reason why I asked that... God. Sorry, but yes. the sun is a god, right? That's what they used to think. Mm -hmm. They didn't know what it was. They didn't know it was a star. But we figured out what stars were. We figured out what gas is and things that happen, right? And... I bet all those many years that thing up in the sky, they thought they would never know what that is. And it has to be a God. It has to be some thing living up there. And it's given us our energy and given us our things until, you know, modern day where we start figuring out, oh, there's a different planets out there. There's different like energy stuff happening. So I think with given time, given time, we will know because we didn't know anything about DNA, but we're starting to learn it. But it's something it's going to be hard for us to crack. But I just think it, would, it just takes time. But I'm also not like 100% where saying, oh, we can't do nothing else unless it's scientifically proven. I still like that mystery. I'm not saying we will, we will know everything. I just 
think that there is a possibility that we could know more things. I like the I like because the story that the antics being a mystery. Now I like this because even it doesn't matter whether we know the fact like is there's quite a bit that we know about the sun about the solar um solar system we was it last week and when i say we i'm talking humanity no two weeks ago maybe a little bit they launched one of the um the hubble space telescope yeah that literally is going to be peeping back to the beginning of time like humans launched that off of earth after i think it was over budget by quite a bit and it was i think like a decade but they were they literally had to build something that if it doesn't work there's no way to fix it like there's never any way to fix it so we sent that out into space we have um uh ways on earth to listen to um the ripples that are that's caused when two stars are colliding uh, when they're creating a black hole gravitational waves we yeah. have detectors do that so even with that insight to me that still doesn't take away from the magic of a we can even tap in and know that there's two stars out there spinning around in a black hole yeah. like to me religion can't touch that like i there's no story in the bible that's going to talk to me about what's going on over there so the fact that we can tap into it a that's amazing but b no matter how and my and and maybe i can reword this as the um uh over the next few chapters but i don't think i no matter how far we come whether it's science religion whatever hopefully we don't off ourselves before we get to that that point or hopefully we've already passed that point but no matter how far we come it's still that why whether it's the big bang or whether it's membranes or whatever, whatever the, the strings, whatever it might be, it still doesn't take, it so doesn't, um, at least in my mind, it's not sufficient enough to truly explain and truly grasp the, um, the amazingness that is life, that is earth, that is the universe. Like none of the things that humans, we do our best science, religion, um, the arts, because the arts is another one too, because I yeah. think that's a, a special space. Um, it does not capture what is truly happening around us each and every moment and has been happening and will continue to happen. Because it, again, we can talk about things on the street. We can talk about things across the world. We can, all that stuff. We can tap into stars billions of light years away doing their thing. Yeah. We can send a probe to the sun. We can launch a car into space for no damn reason. Um, cool. What? Yeah. Like every day you wait, like what? I can go stand outside right now and listen to birds. I'm like, damn. Like of, of all of the possibilities, like, we be we're in that place where like that that bird is beautiful and like i'm not even involved to even <clears throat> there's no there's no um uh what's I, I forget the exact word but there's no benefit to me needing to know that that bird call is beautiful absolutely not yeah absolutely not at the most of like cool that's a that's a bird that's not a pterodactyl coming to hunt me <laughs> <laughs> so like I, but so I, I don't know it, it, that mystery and that all like I, I to kind of um, 
wind things down. I don't think religion, science, like any of those things, no matter, we can talk about it for days and days and days. It still doesn't, as much as and as best as we try, it doesn't fully, 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 fully get to what's truly happening. Whether it's gods, deities, um, pantheons, um, nine realms, whatever, whatever we come up with, like it did, there's still just a, there's, there's a, we can come up with a new word or, or a scenario or whatever, new experiment, but there's always something a little bit more. There's always like, damn, but then how did that come there? Or how did that, but then gravity though, what, okay, okay, okay. But not just the gravity. What about the electromagnetism? But the strong nuclear, mm -hmm. damn, there's even, um, yeah. No matter how what we, which is a beautiful thing, because then it's like a never, um, a never ending climb. You don't know where, and it can also be a fall too. Yeah, we can never also... know everything. No. That's the thing about humans, I guess. So we're always wanting to know more, know more, and and even if we don't know, we find ways to explain some shit until like until we find out the real thing. Yeah. Yeah, and then, and then we're like, oh, okay. All right, it's this thing now. But then sometimes it's not even that thing because then we might even, and this is a cool thing with um, the textures and going back to that presence. Um, there's truth behind it. There's power behind it because somebody figured this, already figured it out at some point. Somebody already had the thoughts. Somebody already had the um, the idea or the, uh, like when you're building the other day and something that came to you and it just came out of nowhere. Yeah. So imagine if there was like a thousand of us roaming the earth and you didn't write that down. Yeah. How long would it take for somebody then to then figure that out? Figure again? that out too. Yeah. If they even maybe figure it out, which is wild that that's crazy in itself. So I think that kind of ties in to like myths and legendary creatures and stuff like that. And those things that we'll talk on the next chapter. I think that that because what we're say, what we're trying to talk about is That's those a, kind yeah. of things, which is good. Yeah, it's a real because of, uh, like because uh. those I think I mean just a little somebody, somebody something said it. It. yeah something's there like so something happened. Like you've been telling those wild stories just for no reason. What was yeah. it? Uh, creatures? Yeah, nah, yeah, nah. Have you have you been to the ocean? Have you man? What? Have you been up in the mountains or in a deep dark forest or in a cave? Something like, nah, this, nah, boy. Nah, boy. Then this is the fun about, because even um, what you were saying earlier, like that, that brings me back to a kid of um, like even demons and stuff like that, because I, I, I can ascribe to negative energy, but that shit's not real. Like somebody had to say it. Somebody, uh, it came from somewhere. It it it, it 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 comes from somewhere yeah and the fact that it was um of all the things to write and record like that's why i find the information um and that 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 ability to capture that inspiration wherever it comes from because then we can get into science like is it the synapses is it um the mycene or what is it the uh, i forget the the gap that's between the synapses is it just electricity flowing through? Like, is it just, where did that come from? Is it then we touch on energy? Did that thought come from someone down the road who is doing something? Did that, has that thought been traveling through time and space for the last oh, yeah. 8,000 years? Yeah. 
Like literally, so actually now I'm in my head because now I'm, I'm in a happy space thinking about this. Like, did somebody was doing a prayer like 8,000 years ago? And then somehow that prayer then found its way <laughs> to you now that, because technically we would be gods to our ancestors, yeah. which is crazy to think about. That's crazy. We would be gods, but why? Because we have phones and we have technology and stuff yeah. like that. But basically they, they would know how to survive better than we can probably. Some of us. And yeah, that we could talk about that. We could talk about that on the next one. Like how yeah. you could be gods. Cause we can discuss, um, you know, different. That's gods, part of mythical uh, creatures. Yeah, mythical creatures and things that we uh, we experienced or like looked up and thought about. But um, I think this is a good point to be stopping at with this one. Yeah. Do you have any pluggables? Not what are your social media? <laughs> what mean, are your handles? Diverse yeah, photography. If you look that up, you'll see um, a lot of my stuff on all the socials. Uh, some marketing. All, all, yeah, all I got for right now. There'll be more things up there, but you know, you I, can catch me at epics of my new show. <laughs> uh, I like to just say one word tweets and send music. Yeah, um, but they all have <laughs> or, um, importance, and they remind me of certain things. But yeah, I think that was a. Uh, <clears throat> it makes me want to go kind of read a uh, the song of songs or something like that. Yeah, glad we talked about that. Oh, do we need to say bye? Like, how are we ending it? Uh, yeah, we can say that. I guess this is how we ended. All right, cool. <laughs> I'll just, I'll just, I'll, I'll end it right here. We go. Uh, I just want to thank everybody for making it to the end of this chapter of book one on religion. Uh, I would love for you to comment down below on whatever streaming service you're using to listen to this, to talk to us about what you think about religion things we might have got wrong or things we got right or things you you uh subscribe to with us or don't uh we're just all doing all this about all this is for discussion we just want to talk we like to you know get more information and see other points of view and that's the whole point of this podcast is we don't know what to call it because it's going to be about everything and anything right. whatever comes to us that's what we're going to talk about and we want to open this discussion up to anybody who's listening to Remember that we're always going to be open to talk to anybody about any point of view they have. Um, and so just again, thank you for listening and uh, we will be putting more out there. Thank you. Peace and blessings. Peace and blessings. Peace and blessings.